0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by the MLB.com Shop.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to MLB.com Extras, Matthew Leach talking New York Yankees with MLB.com. Yankees beat reporter Brian Hoke. Brian, uh, it, it, it's a fairly set Yankee roster as spring begins, and yet it's also one with a whole lot of questions, which is kind of an interesting combination. Um, it's a lot of how pieces fit together and things like that. I think probably the biggest question a lot of people have uh, for this club coming into spring is the ninth inning. And I know we've talked about this, but but how do you see them sort of, making this closer competition or evaluation or whatever it is work as the spring goes on.
2: Yeah, I think it's funny how you mentioned it. You know who the names are going to be. You just don't know what order they're going to be in. And I think that extends to a lot of different areas of the team, but going into camp, Joe Girardi says he's fine with having no set closer. You don't have to have one on the first day of spring training. You don't really have to name one until April. Uh, So I think, you're going to see Dylan Batances and Andrew Miller go head-to-head, and I, I think there's really no wrong choice there. Uh, they're both dominant against lefties and righties. I mean, look at what Batances did last year. Uh, I mean, just with his size and, and the velocity. And, and then Andrew Miller did the same thing for the Red Sox and the Orioles last year. Uh, there's a reason they went after this guy. He's going to fit into that bullpen, whether it's the eighth or ninth inning, however you want to match it up. I don't think there's a wrong call, as I said, for Girardi, but uh, if I had to guess right now, I'd say that Patances takes over the ninth inning and Andrew Miller slots into the eighth.
1: Does either of those guys need to prove anything or show anything? And, and as a as follow-up to that, can they even? Is, is it really possible to sort of show the manager or the coaching staff anything they don't already know?
2: <laughs> I, I really think if they come in and can show just be healthy, be able to – give the Yankees some hope that they can repeat what happened last year. I mean, you know, it's interesting. These two guys, I mean, as dominant as their 2014 was, if you roll the clock back a few years before, I mean, was a failed starter who looked like he was about to wash out. They sent him all the way down to double-A ball, and and Miller had some struggles too. Uh, They both found it in the bullpen. Uh, I think that being able to reduce your pitches and, and really focus on just being dominant with one or two offerings uh, really went a long way for both these guys. They're pretty similar, considering the fact that they're right-handed and left-handed. Uh, but they're pretty similar in that uh, they they followed similar career trajectories, and uh, you know, obviously, they found a home in the in the late innings. So I would expect that if they're healthy and can do what they did last year, Joe Girardi is going to have a, a really great bullpen to call on. There, uh,
1: there, there's an elephant named Alex in the room and I do, I look, he's clearly not going to be the third baseman. Um, maybe he gets a little time at first base. Um, how do you see Alex Rodriguez this spring going? So we talked a lot about how he fits in once the regular season starts, but how do they sort of evaluate him, get him into shape? I mean, it's, it's kind of unknown territory, a guy who hasn't played a game in a year and a half.
2: Yeah, you, you just don't know. And, and really, he's played about 30 games in the last two years. So It's been a while for Alex, so I I think the only fair thing to do for him, and Girardi has said this too, is to have him come in, have as many at-bats as you possibly can. And really, I wouldn't read a whole lot into even the first two weeks of exhibition games because he's going to be facing a lot of guys who he's never heard of, guys who are wild, who who might be trying to brush him back or you know, scared to face Alex Rodriguez. Uh, I, I would wait until the last weeks of camp, which is when you really start to see the guys that you would see during the the regular season or at least a triple-A caliber pitching. Uh, But he's going to have to play. Uh, You're going to have to give him at-bats just to find out where he is. I mean, he's 39 going on 40. He's got two bad hips. Uh, Put all the other suspension stuff aside, even if there was none of that in the room, uh, you would still have questions about where his talent level is at this stage in his career. So if he shows he can still get around on fastballs, if he can – hit upper echelon pitching, he's going to play. I, I think it's just as simple as that. Uh, can he do that? I don't know. I don't think the Yankees know. You, you really have to get him out on the field and, and see. He, he looked overmatched at times late in the 2013 year, but, and he didn't hit left-handed pitching at all. But I think if you go on his career track record, uh, you might say that's an aberration. And with a, with a real regular, as regular as it can be for Alex at this point, uh, off-season and spring training, uh, you know, maybe you see different results.
1: Yankees have a rotation that is very high upside, and I think it's not unfair to say also pretty high bust potential, considering the number of risky guys. Um, in, in particular, with with guys like Tanaka and Sabathia, who who are I think it's fair to say risky for different reasons. Is there any likelihood of of taking it easy on those guys in the spring? Um, ramping them back, saving them any innings, saving any bullets this spring, or are they both just going to go like it's any normal spring?
2: I think you kind of have to hit the ground running with both of them. Uh, considering the injury problems from last year, now, now you might not want to have them going crazy early in camp, but you're going to have to build those innings up because you need to get their pitch counts up. Uh, so by the end of camp, they should be, in theory, uh, right there with the rest of the starters. I know is going to start a little bit behind because he's coming back from that knee surgery and He's been working out all offseason at Yankee Stadium. They, they say the reports are good. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if he can still be a one- or two-type guy or if he's just going to be, at this point in his career, he's a workhorse who you hope can take the ball 30 times and be a, a solid three or a four. And I think, honestly, at this point, the Yankees be okay with that. I, I, the story with Tanaka is a lot different. Obviously, you saw how great he was, especially those first 17 starts last year. I mean, he was setting the world on fire. He he was one of the best pitchers, if not the best, in the American League. And then, obviously, everybody knows what happened that, that July day in, in Cleveland. He came back. He made the two starts. That's encouraging. The fact that he didn't have any kind of setbacks over the winter and had a normal uh, training program in Japan, that's encouraging. But you got to get him on the mound, and you can't really hold back too much uh, because he's still got to be that guy. He's got to be confident in, in snapping off that splitter, which is so – Devastating. I mean, it just gave hitters fits, but uh, can his arm hold up to it? I, I think that's a huge question for the Yankee season, and honestly, uh, having a healthy Tanaka or not could be the difference between them getting the playoffs or
1: not. How big a question do you think Pineda is? I mean, I, I doubt he's a 1-8 ERA pitcher in reality, but, but are you confident and are they confident penciling him in as a front-of-the-rotation pitcher, if healthy, or is, it, is there still some sort of sample-size concern about maybe he just had a hot two months at the end of the year? Yeah, I,
2: I would be confident. I, I think they are, too. I think that when he was on the mound, he was, he was electric. Uh, the problem with him and his entire Yankee career has been keeping him on the field and off the disabled list. So uh, I, I would look for that to come back. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be that guy uh, he's been up over 170 innings before, obviously he hasn't done it as a Yankee, but that rookie year with Seattle, he's shown he can do it in the big leagues, and he, he wore down a little bit there, so I, I would expect his second half if he was completely healthy, uh, he might fatigue a little bit. Uh, the Yankees were talking about having him on some kind of innings count, which obviously they never had to get to last year. I would assume that would probably be the case this year, so I wouldn't look for him to go out and throw 200 or 220 innings, but I, I think that if he can take the ball regularly and stay off the DL, uh, this could be a very important part of their rotation going forward, and, and not just for this year, but after that as well.
1: How would you handicap the, the, five, the fifth spot competition?
2: I, I really don't think there's too much of a competition at this point because uh, Chris Capuano's coming in, and this is a serviceable guy. He's a lefty. Uh, they liked what they saw last year. They liked his clubhouse IQ. They, they thought he fit well in the clubhouse. Uh, look, he's, he's not going to make any all-star teams. He's, he's not going to strike out the world, but uh, he can be a serviceable guy, and, and really, you know, you're, you're looking for a placeholder because Ivan Nova's supposed to come back around June 1st, and you leave the light on for that. You don't count on it 100%, but you know, chances are Tommy John surgery being what it is, he's had no setbacks, so uh, you, you think that that's definitely on the table. They've got Adam Warren coming into camp. He'll, he'll compete as a starting pitcher. Esmiel Rogers with the Yankees late last year. Uh, he got on the mound a little bit. You saw some stuff from him. I, I, I think that Capuano is probably the favorite going in just because Warren can fit so many different roles for this team. I, but Joe Girardi really liked what Adam Warren did last year. You know, He had one bad month and, and four or five very good ones. So I think that uh, you, you kind of iron that out. You figure out what went wrong that one month there. and and you'd take the good into this season. And whether it's in the rotation or the bullpen, I, I, I do expect that Adam Warren's going to help this team a lot this year.
1: And that's sort of why I asked, is that, is that Warren is a, is a nice pitcher and has been quite good for them. He, is he most likely part of the bullpen if he's not in the rotation?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, I At this point in Adam Warren's career, I would not see him going to AAA. I don't really see uh, the development part of that. I, I don't see what the benefit would be. So I, I think that if – Warren doesn't wind up in the rotation. He's, he slots right back into that late-inning mix there where they've got a, a, a few hard-throwing guys that they've uh, assembled there in the end with the Carpenters and the Wilsons, and Warren could fit right in there. Or, you know, if something goes wrong in spring training, and, and you always know, especially being the Yankees, I mean, they used 13 different starting pitchers last year, uh, there's always a chance Warren could open the year in the rotation.
1: Ryan Hope, thanks for taking some time to chat here on MLB.com Extras. Safe travels to Florida, and thanks, everybody, for listening.
0: Visit the official online shop of Major League Baseball at MLB.com shop for the largest selection of authentic caps, T-shirts, jerseys, hoodies, collectibles, and more. Get your gear straight from the source. The MLB.com shop. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best